Welcome to episode 25 of the A-Strings podcast. So it's a very special episode today. Two podcasts combine and collide. We merge as one. To, um, off the um, late series of Vampire, it says that thing, um, once in a generation, <laughs> uh, a collaboration of minds come, which is just so extraordinary that nothing else kind of surpasses it. But more often, two very mediocre kind of <laughs> <laughs> entities come together. To That's probably more like yeah. it. Yeah. So we've got Andy and Luke from Korg, who... Uh, well, they both work for Korg, but they do the microcast, Korg microcast. We do. Which has been going for how long? Two and a bit years now, is it? Two and a half years? It's about three years, actually. Is it that long? Yeah, wow. three, 2016 it started. And you've got well, to subscribe yeah. to a list that we're jealous of, and we're hoping <laughs> to poach it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to sponge off the list. Yeah, that's right. That's why we're here. Oh, I got oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, um, on top of that kind of specialness, we've got, we've known you, we Spent like three hours <laughs> trying to set up just a, what is in essence quite a simple kind of um, one keyboard. Yeah, one keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> but we're filming this for the first time. Whether yeah. the filmed version of this makes it or not, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, I didn't sit for three hours in makeup to not <laughs> be on YouTube. If um <laughs> if it's going on video, are we happy to do you know that that look from the office. You know the one that Tim does where he goes. Just <laughs> That one. That. Just everything yeah, on yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So I know you're not supposed to look directly at the camera, you're supposed to style it out, but you know, it's, yeah. it's not how we roll. Yeah. But I like that we all did it as well. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's one of those things of, no, don't look at her. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom's off camera. He's yeah. floating um, about. Yeah. There you right, Tom? Yeah. yeah. It's usually more than we get from Tom. No, no, okay. That's, good. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much it. So um, should we go through like the standard stuff and then we'll um, kind of concentrate on the... Good cool. picks. Yeah. 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 It's all good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know where that came <laughs> from, mate. Quality, <laughs> quality <laughs> content. Yeah. He's relaxed. Keep an eye on him. So we've been off for a couple of weeks. Yes. So we did one uh, as you came back. Yeah. And then, yes, we've been doing... We wa- well, we waited for, the, for, for this one, didn't we? So That's how often do you put out your podcast? Um, it was once every week until <laughs> we kind of realised that... You know, there really wasn't enough quality content to justify <laughs> one a week, so we've kind of gone down to, <laughs> so two, weeks. to two weeks. But we yeah. kind of, you know, that lasted for for one week, and then we've kind of we've extended for about two and a half weeks now, haven't we? So and just, n- yeah. now it's an annual thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's um, yeah, everything literally dried up. News, biscuits, and um, and just you know, fondness. For each other, really, <laughs> yeah. I think, wasn't it? So, yeah, we're um, we're back break. now, and you know that's the important thing. So, yeah. Um, shop news. The last this, it's been a very weird month. It's always a weird month, September. Like it's never particularly busy. Everyone's getting back into the kind of swing of getting back to work, back yeah. to school, all that kind of thing. And it's quite an expensive month for people as well. So, generally starts off quite quiet, but it kind of builds up steam you know as the month goes on but it's the month where we get kind of you guys coming in in your kind of droves to uh fill us full of product for christmas and <laughs> grow up don't smile at me but you got the camera <laughs> um there's no hiding from it no right, yeah. but we've had i think six or seven pallets of, of gear through yeah it's been unbelievable and it's all come in two days, two days. which uh, i was talking to someone earlier it's i think it feels absolute feels absolute chaos 
for those two days, but it's better than just getting dribs and drabs for a whole yeah, week. Get it, and get it done. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's been absolute it's been carnage, but brilliant. It's stressful, but fun. it's, yeah, and it, it's amazing how it kind of invigorates us a little bit because mm. start of September was miserable. You know, yeah. just not just with regards to um, how busy the shop was. It's just, we, you just need a shot in the arm sometimes. Mm. And, you know, that was it, wasn't it, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, so lots of new toys to play with as well. Yeah, 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 lots of new toys. Uh, you know, some standard stuff which is not that exciting, but just helps us sleep well at night. You know, like yeah. the bread and butter stuff. But we have had quite a lot of new gear in as well. Yeah, not least from you guys. Mm. So we've got um, some of the new uh, keyboards in and that kind of thing. But um, we'll kind of get into that a bit later on. So we've had. So today we've had a big delivery from Korg, which included. Tachamine. Tachamine, yeah. Vox and Korg. Yes. Um, the Tachamine uh, gear is in preparation for our evening on Monday. And it's all behind us? Yeah. Absolutely. Very nice. So those yeah. watching us in 1080. Uh, <laughs> high 1080p? Yeah. 8K, I thought. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you can get back. Check your contract. <laughs> that was 8K or... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or I walk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we got uh, plenty of Tachamine in. Takimins. Um we've got Makoto and Stuart Ryan uh, coming in on uh, Monday for an event. So Makoto is right. um, the chief designer and uh, mm. Luthier for Luthier for Takimin in Japan. There's the London Guitar Show going on this weekend, isn't there? Yeah, that's so right. that's where they're going first, and yeah. then they're going to tag on. It's only two stores they're doing, aren't they? Which is us and Guitar Guitar, guitar in London. London. Yeah. yeah, so. You so guys it's very London centric, apart from here. Apart from yeah. here, you know. So you know the fact that they've chosen us is always a real, um, you know, we always feel quite flattered with it. With our obvious issues that you know, I think we mentioned at least twice an episode <laughs> with with regards to Facebook, we're a little bit nervous because we haven't got the mouthpiece to kind of um, promote, you know, shut about shut it and, and, out, and yeah. bring people in. But Korg have been great. They've um, put a mail out to their quite substantial mailing list. Um, the people we've had coming in, I'm because I'm not acoustic, kind of ori- um, you know, focused when I come to guitar playing. I'm surprised at how many people have really got excited. The fact that Stuart Ryan's coming in, mm. now, we've seen him before, and he is something somebody to get excited about. You know, he's um, technical and yeah. a phenomenon. But um, you know, people are saying you got Stuart Ryan coming in, and you know, when we said we had him in. Like two years ago, they're you know quite surprised with that, and we've got a lot of people coming in because they're completely, you know, they, I think he writes for a few guitar magazines. He does, yeah, uh, that kind of thing. But yeah, the people are really excited about that. So the people coming, I'm not sure if it's going to be as well attended as some of our other things have been, and I'm nervous about that. Yeah, but we've done everything we can. You know, we've gone on to you know we've done the Instagram thing, we've done our mailing list, and we've got. You know, we got numbers coming along. We just, um, yeah, we just like to do you guys justice, really. And you know, we can only do what we can do. I'm sure it'll be a great event. Yeah, well, we're <laughs> we're hoping to get um, Makoto on podcast a little bit. He doesn't oh, speak really? any English, so we <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. Though. That'd be good if he could. Though. We could. He's got quite a, a short podcast then. D- yeah. D- d- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'll be subtitled for our uh, for the viewers. But have fun with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, he must be bringing along his translator. Well, he did last time, yeah. 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 And his translator wasn't great either. He wasn't, no. no. So, 
it could so be a, it's going to so be a lot so of so you need a translator for the translator's German unfortunately I think I think what would be really cool is if we could even if we had to sort of sit there and there's apps to do it now anyway but if he did for, for not, you know, in our YouTube room the same as what you did in our yeah. YouTube room yeah. but like the ultimate acoustic setup and he could just talk through start to finish sort of how That'd he sets it up cool. yeah. we'd yeah. have to obviously subtitle it with a Stephen Hawking kind of <laughs> voiced <laughs> Oh, voiced over. <laughs> voiced over. <laughs> voiced over by Stephen Fry. Yeah. It. There yeah. We go. Since you guys took over the Takamine distribution, yeah. they come through setup absolutely they do. faultlessly. You know, yeah, we're, we're looking at um, the stuff we had through today and nothing came through. We couldn't do anything to anything. You know, you know we. No. it was all perfect, you mm. know, with regards to action. You know, most of them came in tune. You know, there's just literally nothing we can do to them. So, they sell themselves and there's you know the, the models we get in don't last long you know they yeah. come in and they yeah. go out and you know it's um i think that's because we even this end we work quite hard on our setups and everything so you've so started yeah. in uh have you seen the little cards they've started putting in? yes so yeah yeah there's one in the on shape the of the headstock table it's on the it's on the top of the table by the phone tom so it's like a you get one of these on the top on the back yeah. you've got a a date, a quality control stamp, serial number, and it—that's for it. You know, this is for the Japanese one, but it comes for literally everything we've we've had through. Awesome! And I didn't know you were doing that. No, yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> that's really, cool. really, really that's is. That's brand new, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We haven't seen that before. So I think with in regards to when we get these kind of peaks of of, of a certain brand, yeah. it tends to be it tends to be us. We kind of get excited. About about it again mm. and i think when we when we got into the the japanese takamines obviously before that but when we started seeing all the japanese takamines we had the takamine event um yeah. seeing some of the special edition pieces it kind of makes us excited yeah because you learn more about the heritage of the brand and yeah how absolutely it is and, everything and else, it's yeah. it's you know the, the freaky thing is is that you know people seem to be it's almost like a magnetic kind of pull without us having to say anything you know they'll kind of go to whatever we're kind of into at the moment and There'll be like a, a one-off, you know, we'll comment on something that they're looking at. And from there, that's where the conversation starts. Mm. And it's, um, yeah. yeah. People yeah. really pick up on that. If you're into it, then they will be. Absolutely. It, yeah. 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 So it's good. so I guess with you guys being tech, you're not, and we've got anything to do with the guitar show. No, no, um, not really. You're no, not going along or anything? No. 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 no, it's not. You look really happy. I'd love <laughs> to do it. I, I, I've done it a few times, actually. It's, it's a great show. It's a different yeah. pace, but it's, uh, yeah, just, I can eat this weekend for Scottish. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't um, but yeah, no, I think that's we're going down in force. I think Mr. Longbottom yeah. of uh, mm. podcast fame yep. yeah. will be attending <laughs> as well. So that's yeah, good. Yeah. So um, is there a tech show that you do in the UK? You know, is there, because you've got a drum show, there's a, I think yeah. there's an acoustic and a bass show now, isn't there? But mm. um, is there a tech show that goes on? I think the main one now is called Synth Fest, and right. that's in Sheffield. And it's coming up soon, actually. It's, mm, uh, right it's, soon, isn't it? Yeah. It's like early October. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So that's all synth manufacturers go there and little boutique synths and modular and everything. So it's, it's a pretty big deal. So I think it's the third year it's been going. Sound on Sound. It's a great show right. as well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. There, there seems to... Um, I was talking to... We had the guy who... Um, he's head of UK sales for Fender. Um, Jim uh, came into the shop earlier on today. And we're obviously he's doing um, the show on the weekend. And we were talking about... Um, these shows, you know, they were a big thing right up until around about when the recession hit, around about 20, 2008, you know, because mm, yeah. 
a strings yeah. of me. You know, I kind of had a, a stall, like a three by three meter um, patch in Music Live in yeah. uh, Birmingham and the London guitar show, which become limbs then, didn't it? Mm. Music Live was massive at its peak. Yeah, absolutely massive. And you know, I think from two thousand and well, it was two thousand six to th- two thousand and eight. I think so. It was three years in a row, cost an arm and a leg, but you really did get people coming along and really into the gear and yeah. wanting to get a, a bargain and kind of thing. Stuff, yeah, they absolutely. Yeah. But um, music live and limbs kind of finished run about two thousand nine, didn't yeah. they? Mm, and yeah. you didn't get anything for a while. Nothing really replaced them for ages. Yeah, and even now you've not got anything that kind of come close to the scale that they because no, they no. were for everything, weren't they? For everything, yeah, and guitars and high tech and synths, and, and it, it was a different mindset in as much as. Um, you know, Music Live used to have retail partners. So, you know, you guys, Fender, Gibson, all these people would go along and all of their sales would go between one of two or three big guys there. So yeah. it'd be like Sound Control yeah. Yeah. at the time, um, Academy of Sound yeah. and all, all these different um, kind of partners that they had. So, um, you know, I imagine there must have been deals for them to have been had and, you know, it, it kind of, Worked for everybody, but now, you know, it, everyone's margins have been squeezed to the point mm. where there are no deals for you. You know, the price is the price because <coughs> you've been squeezed, we've been squeezed, and, and yeah. that's that's a, you know, the the shows that we that I remember from the nineties where you used to go along and on a Sunday afternoon you'd pick up something at a real bargain because they didn't want to fill the van or the lorry with with gear. Those yeah. days are gone, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. You know, really the, the cheapest price you're going to find is online. You know, and retailers aren't going to want to go to a show like Music Live and pay, have the outlay for a stand mm. and um, not be able to make their money back. I think know. it's changing as well because, <clears throat> especially on, it's a little bit different for guitars because people want to, a lot of the time, go in and try a guitar. But for things like high-tech... Seal video, number one yeah, is going to be yeah, identical right. to 20,000. Because of the it? way YouTube's gone, video content has improved so much. Mm. So many people are just checking out the gear there and just buying it. Yeah, yeah. So, is is a little bit different now. Yeah, so I guess they are more trade shows now, aren't they? So it's mm. an op- opportunity for you to yeah. really go and wave your flag, <coughs> as opposed to going there and trying to facilitate sales for whoever. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it is different. Yeah. But having said that, Synthfest is still a big event, and there are sales partners there. Are they? Yeah, and they they do well. So, yeah, but it's obviously very focused in that one area rather than it's creating an environment isn't it everyone's kind of like all the synth guys are super comfortable but there's a nice um atmosphere between like us and competitors as well isn't yeah. there it's the, you, it's you know some relaxed. of the older shows it didn't quite feel like that but it's no like everyone is everyone's very positive about it yeah. um we was i think everyone's just glad there's a show again yes yeah <laughs> probably is that yeah it's actually yeah. nice for everyone yeah. it's nice for the trade and it's also nice for the end users to go to one place and see everything yeah so do you guys do frankfurt I know. Obviously, uh, Nam. Everybody does Nam, but you know, th- yeah, I don't a lot of people dropped out last year. Don't think we did it or right. this year. I should say, uh, even yeah. with the high tech stuff, because I know yeah. the guitar side was dead more or less, isn't it? Don't it's think like we did it. I don't, yeah, Frankfurt's been dropping off, hasn't it, over yeah. the over the years? And yeah, 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 I think Nam is the one now, isn't it? Because it used to be that used to be alongside Nam. That used to be the place where a lot of products got launched. Yeah, but well, I don't can't remember the last time we did a product launch at Frankfurt. No, so the last mm. few years. So. Yeah, the, the argument was with the big guys is that you know they can save you know it was six figure sums that they were investing in you know to have their big stand in a prominent place yeah. and you know like sales force from all over the globe to stay in quite an expensive part of Germany for a week yeah. you know now what they said was that you know what they can do is redirect that into direct marketing and you know trying to 
crop up the and it it does seem that in the last like two or three years that marketing for certain brands really has kind of ramped up yeah know, quite, yeah um, quite a bit it's a very different approach as well isn't it because you did super booth didn't you which was another big yeah. kind of synth that's thing a over great in germany that's in berlin every mm. year and but that's a bit a little bit like synthfest but a much bigger version yeah and that was that's an amazing show so but yeah. again it's focused towards high-tech modular uh, synths and things. And the so people that invited out this year were, were mainly YouTubers, weren't Or was that a different yeah. event that you, you did? Because you, you did something with... Yeah, we did something else with a, another retailer in Europe, yeah, which is basically collecting together all the top YouTubers on this kind of high-tech gear mm. and invite them together with the manufacturers to check out the gear, shoot a load of videos. So yeah. some of them were videos of just them, some of them with me and them, for instance, or yeah, and th which is really good. Y you're a valuable commodity to call because, you know, our... Certainly... At least one video in the top ten is one with Luke, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, a celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. I've seen it happen but where people come. It's like that's that's. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> in fact, can I tell you the the, the, the best um, <laughs> moment we've had where it's kind of like this is cool. We did a um, we did do this thing called the Synth Lords, where we basically go and play sci-fi conventions. It sounds <laughs> as nerdy as it is. Um, it really but we is. um the last show we did up in Manchester, um, they had they were doing like a police academy special. Yeah. And so the Castle Police Academy there, and Michael Winslow, who does all the beatboxing yeah. stuff, yeah. he was on before us. Um, and it's kind of like, as he was sort of take, taking his gear off the stage, yeah. and we were putting stuff on, it's like, How you've got to go and that? say hello. Oh, yeah. right, so, yeah. so I went over and I went, I can't believe we've got like t 12 grand's worth of synths here, and you've got more noises in your voice box. Yeah. <laughs> and he turned around, because we, were we weren't Korg branded, we were wearing like our, our Synth Lords, I keep saying, Synth Lords t-shirts. Yeah. And um, he goes, yeah, but you're using all the right gear. And he started telling us how good Korg was. And, and we, we, we kind of went, we actually work for Korg yeah. UK. And he, and he turned around and he was going, okay. And he looked at Luke and he went, you're the reason I bought my Korg cross. No way. And he was like, I love your video. And he literally, he was talking to Luke like he was like a fan of Luke's. And it was kind of like, and wow, I'm like, no, okay. I'm your fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not my fan. It was, it, was <laughs> that, it was that moment of like, oh, okay. And, the, you know, we were talking about him coming over and doing some unique voices and, and yeah. samples for some of the cro and all that sort of, and yeah. it's kind of like, amazing. just bizarre, it was amazing. wasn't it? But it was like, wow, and I was staying in the same hotel as him and the next morning I ended up having breakfast with <laughs> yes, him as well. Yes, it was yeah. amazing. Did he get his sausages on the plate like a robot kind of thing? And also, Generally. if you didn't ask him, listen, if Gutenberg is enough for reprising like Mahoney, yeah, you know, there's yeah, a little bit of a resemblance, yeah. I think. Gutenberg yeah. yeah. let himself go. Yeah. Think, yeah. <laughs> he was there as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he was there as well. Was, well. Yeah. was he? he was yeah. yeah, yeah, he was yeah. there. Yeah. We had well, as close as we are now. Had breakfast, they were there. there. It's, yeah. All the original police academy cast. Well, yeah. well, there's a there's a few dead, and you know, um, they weren't there. No, Steve Steve Gutenberg was there. What do you call him? High Tower is dead. Yeah, TJC. And so is go in the guns. You know the. Tackleberry, yeah, yeah, we also into the. I don't think we do an episode without us talking about someone who's dead. You need it like as part of your running. The obituary. Maybe you could do a little bit of a like a melancholic pad. Exactly. So we had a shed load of black sun today. Yes, but yesterday we had. Was it? How many did you count up? Thirty-eight. We had yeah, it was we had fifty-three boxes, wasn't it? And it was thirty-eight were guitars from Fender. and basses. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So it's really kind of you know um, stocking them up, got us back. Yeah, yeah. and it's n we've needed to for a while, but you you, you know timing is a massive thing, you know, because yeah. in all honesty, there's nothing that we've really got in in this last two days 
that we have been asked for in the last three months kind of thing but mm-hmm. obviously you know this is the period of time of the year where you do start getting asked for yeah your starter packs and you know the the obvious kind of bits and yeah. um we got some nice things in we got yeah. um a uh, nice original um american original telly the 60s telly yeah fiesta red which already nice. someone is you know is out for like two hours and somebody's Oh, we can't one. do that now because yeah. of the camera. Oh, that was the, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, anyway, we, we've got quite a bit of stuff in and people are already kind of... Uh, yeah, but it's funny. Uh, we were talking to a uh, guy earlier and we've the, the wall next door is completely chock-a-block, especially the strats. Mm. And um, Andrew was talking to him and we were saying about rosewood necked strats. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah, we st- there's still a couple that we haven't got. I'm just like... Wait, there's nowhere we can put them. Yeah. There's nowhere. <laughs> there's no room. Yeah. Yeah. But there's still like, especially for us that see it every day as well. We could still look up and say, "Oh, we could do with one." We there. could we do, do with one. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And, um, well, your gearheads as well, aren't you? That's the yeah. Yeah. When you're into it, it yeah, makes a hell of a difference. That it's helps. um, even when we felt we've been at, you know, a fairly kind of low stock kind of um uh, period of the, the year, it's people still come in and say, you know, they're surprised the amount of stock we got. So you know, it's yeah. um. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's, you know, you can go too far the other way and get too much. So it's trying to find the balance. So yeah. I think the stuff we got through is hopefully stuff that is going to, it's kind of the Saturday crowd, isn't it? You know, the, the ones coming yeah, in, you know, wanting their starter pack for three, four hundred quid kind of thing. We've got that kind of sussed, I think. Very nice. So we said we had a <laughs> like a, a an absolutely abysmal day today, but, you know, that was kind of countered by That's uh, yeah, one, sorry, probably yeah. the second biggest day of the year yesterday, was it? Yeah, um, yeah. So it's literally like yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a proper kind of Swiss Alps of a week kind yeah. of thing. Mm. We've um, so we sold, we received our first custom shop, which we covered on the last episode. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yep. of course. Yeah, the, the Gilmore, and uh, we had um, one of our good customers come in and try it, and it was. He's been wanting one of these for years. Mm. He tried it out. And it's not that he didn't like how it sounded. How it sounded. It's just that there just wasn't something. There was something that just wasn't right about it. Yeah. And you know, he's he's a Fender player, and he usually plays nines. The Gilmore has ten and a half. We commented, I think, on how you know did the, feel the strings like, really did, did dominate the uh, kind of um, influence how he played the thing. So we changed him up to nines. He came and tried it and walked away with it. Mm. And on the one hand, you know, that pays a hell of a bill. That's fantastic. But on the other hand, you kind of sat to see it go already because, you know, we waited nine months for this one. Yeah. Eight, nine months. So when the next one's coming, I don't know, but it's in good hands. And it's, um, the I remember that feeling because I, I used to work in a store and that feeling where you'd have something there for ages and you'd yeah. have that, you'd make a big sale, you're great, but then you sort of look at the, the gap on the wall for a while, don't you? It's kind yeah. of like, yeah, that's, that's, it's a sad moment. Too, because because music yeah. used to be played exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> 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 we literally have you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's taken it away, and it's gone into like fantastic hands. But we're just chomping a bit to get the next Kessel shopping now, aren't we? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Adam's got his eye on uh, a couple. I think okay. we all have at different points. We've all ordered in. Some, so uh, we had to order half a dozen or eight or so. Yeah. Just get on the waiting list, mm. and so I said, right, let's all choose something, and you know we'll be invested in it in as much as, you know, 
Adam's staff pick was a 59. Mine strat- was the, um, yeah, it was the um, shell pink, age shell pink custom shop. But it was, um, it was. I don't think it was heavy relic, but it was, you know, it was beat up and, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like Tomatello pickups, which is like different, you know, special yeah. pickups. And Mine was a, what was it? Jazz, uh, not jazz master was it? it was a was it the 52 tally yeah you end up with the 52 tally yeah. with the medium kind of relic with the tree wood neck yeah yeah <laughs> with yeah. frets as well the, fr- the with, with the frets yeah yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah that's nice yeah, yeah, yeah. i just yeah. seeing the tech guys glaze over <laughs> yeah. kill me now yeah be like the opposite when we <laughs> talk, talk about tech yeah oh let's <laughs> talk about keyboards ad come on so is <laughs> you could do a, at the end of this because it's on video you could just have you could just disappear off and have us sort of talking just slowly yeah. lower the lights <laughs> yeah. the black. that'd be quite good wouldn't it so is this kind of like tomorrow's world meets time team because <laughs> <laughs> well it is now that's happening yeah, yeah. yeah. Because like we're because we're just talking about woods and yeah. sort of you know yeah. well, from from the fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love woods. I love so, woods. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I like woods. woods. Yeah, different woods. Yeah, tree yeah. woods mainly. Bush woods. Yeah. <laughs> They're okay. Um, <laughs> there's not a link between wood and Elmer Fudd, is there? Really? Oh, you still go he's back in to the woods. woods. Yeah, he's yeah. in the woods. Yeah, that's also we, the sound the tree makes if you cut it down, isn't it? Yeah. Well, Fudd. Yeah. Unless you're not there, then no one would know. In my top three favourite customers, Jason Reese, he comes in and sometimes he's dressed like Elmer Fudd. He's got like a hunting cap and he's got the thing. And he's the nicest man. He's got a number, he's been a very good customer of ours. I always say we've got very good customers, but the ones we talk about are the ones who are obviously the, you know, the the premium, prominent, premium, (laughs) prevalent, and all that rest of it. Proper. Precisely. And, um, He's he, he he makes me laugh like though he's got a real dry sense of humor. Oh but God, yeah. he he's got like a collection of guitars that he repaints in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on camera as well. So. <laughs> I don't even think. better. <laughs> he, you can't leave it there. Well, <laughs> you can't leave that hanging. <laughs> he, he's got he's got in excess of twenty instruments. I'm I'm sure, right. and at least five of them have got. Um, Repaints that he's done of uh, Heather Smalls from the M People <laughs> on the guitar. Oh, that's correct. Yeah. They're really, really good. It's just that what makes me laugh is the randomness of that Heather Smalls on a guitar. Random. She's not got a. You said a link that so brilliantly as well. I'm so impressed that you managed <laughs> to say that. Is, that Have is. you ever got to the bottom of why she's on his guitar? I think he's just a fan. Um. <laughs> 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 but he's he's also he, you know he's done a lot of very cool repaints on things as well but he's yeah. one of these guys that you know when he buys an instrument he's n- much of my own kind of um way of thinking is that he doesn't buy something as a, an investment you know he buys it because he's got some genuine kind of love for um for the instrument he, he's got some co- there's one aspect of it that he just you'll go for it because of that yeah um, and he's, an, he's a fantastic player. Yeah, he's uh, in and, today, yeah. Um, yeah, he's in today playing that um, 70s um, strat. And, you know, you listen to him play and he's, you know, he's doing the funk thing and he, he's amazing. <laughs> but he bought a, an SG, a Gibson SG bass, or a, right. an Epiphone F- yeah, SG yeah, bass. Yeah, yeah. And um, he he came in and he bought a, a basically the SG bass is, they're all so neck heavy. You know, you, you've got it around your neck and because of where the buttons are it just go down like that and right, you see right. these things on reverb and ebay so many of them with snap necks you know and you know a project for somebody kind right, of thing. Yeah. 
he's basically um, installed a strap button. It's something like the 12th fret, 12th fret on yeah. the back of the neck of the guitar. So just to kind of... Oh, got a demonstration. Yeah. So um, generally on the SG guitars, I think that the strap button would be... It's on the back. On the yeah, back, on the you know, where maybe like the, the neck join would be on, on yeah. the guitar. And obviously the other one on the the bottom of the body of the guitar. So what he's done, he's put a strap button on the back of the neck there. And it completely bounces out yeah. perfectly. But Somewhere that doesn't get in the way. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, when he gets to a certain point, he needs to start fretting the bass in a different way. But Are you not at a risk of, of like splitting the neck in half yeah, as well? well surely that, that affects the sound. Surely. I, I applauded him on... <laughs> You know the guts it takes to kind of yeah. buy a guitar and yeah, because he bought it. Yeah, he bought it new, didn't he? Bought it brand new, yeah. and you know, into that mod. That's quite yeah. A serious. Yeah, that's yeah. And so we take the photograph of it, which for insurance purposes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we've we've taken the photograph of it, and um, we're going to post it on whatever well, we, this is going out on. People watching will see it now. Yeah, and uh, just curious to see what people. Just curious to see. I was talking. I was curious to see what people were, um, what they think of it as yeah. a concept in as much as, is that a good idea to do? It? It's an Epiphone bass, so it's not a Gibson, but it's a means to an end, you know, so it's going to ensure that, you know, the guitar doesn't kind of drop down on the headstock first, you know, if you've got it around your neck. So kind of saving it in that way, but you are risking... Yeah. Um, Does that mean if he's playing a scale on a certain string, then he just has to miss out some notes and then sort of move his hand well, around? And uh, you know, if you've got, <laughs> it, yeah, if you if you clamp your thumb around the the neck moving up, as a lot of people do, you know, for yeah, as an anchor point kind of thing. Yeah. Um, once he gets to the twelfth fret, he's got to kind of move the thumb around, yeah, and he's got to, yeah, you can still access everything. Yeah. And the way that he plays, he's absolutely fine with it. But you know, I've told him to keep in touch with us, and it'd be good to see in a year's time, in two years' time, however long, whether it has a detrimental effect on the guitar and. You know, even then, he might just be lucky with the guitar he's got in as much as a very solid bit of wood, yeah, and it. it's not going to have any detrimental effect. I quite like the fact that that's what it needed to do for him. Yeah, yeah. he's gone and done it. Just it just you know, it's, it he's obviously himself. not planning to move it on. It's not, it's no, not an investment. No, absolutely, I need this to, for, for what I do. It's good. But I think you're going to have maybe some people out there that say, you know, what's the point in buying that guitar? Or you know, or buy something that you know is balanced. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but I think. He wants an SG, SG bass, doesn't but he? But Jason buys things, and he's we've talked to him before, and he's got definite, there's definite nostalgic links with every guitar that he chooses. Okay. So he's had like the SG with the Maestro trem because he remembers it from when he was a kid or whatever. Or, or, yeah. So everything he's bought has always had a, a, a strong sort of yeah link back to when he was a kid and watching things. And he's a Beatles fan, and he, mm. so he's got the violin, the Hoffman okay. violin, yeah, and like that. yeah. And people friends, he's got the. Maybe Heather Small That's played nice. a bass like that. Maybe she did. That could be it. Maybe she did. A well-balanced bass, yeah. We'll have to find out. Mm. <laughs> Tune in next month. Yeah. <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah. Whenever the next Whenever one is. The next next one is yeah. Yeah. By the time you finish editing this, I think it'll be next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So people have, got a, people have got a comment to say whether they like the... Yeah. Yeah, cool. So yeah. yeah. Comment whether you like the, 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 the mod and just tell us what have you done today. <laughs> right. I draw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should we move on to biscuit news? Yes. Great. Jingle. Biscuit news. In actually, we've got to get um, Portery 
great shots of you two so that Tom can do his cartoon, cartoon magic. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh, I was about to talk about this. He's going to give me some hair. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but all the way around. Imaginary. <laughs> I've shaved it so you've got like a blank canvas. <laughs> 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 and to be honest, if I could have a copy of that, that'd be cool. Cool. Yeah. So we received a comment today on our Instagram. Right. Bit of a kind of mm. sarky, snidey comment mm. saying that Black Star give us the best biscuits. Who would do? Who would make a snarky comment like yeah, that? You know, who, what bitter soul would would do something like that? You yeah, know? it's just you know when you hear people going on about it all the time, and yeah. like it's like yeah, we get it's it, got it. Yeah, you know, Steve's navid listen. He's listening to this. Is he? Yeah, and okay. you don't want to make an enemy. See, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll come for him if he thinks right. he can He's bring the best biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Krispy Kremes aren't biscuits anyway. <laughs> <laughs> They're donuts. Okay, ask HMRC. Stay in the game. <laughs> They'll tell right? you all day, every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I had two. Donuts. So you brought in literally a dozen of them. Yeah. And so th- Dad th- made a special trip in. To get <laughs> yeah, he did. He <laughs> was, was off. It, when was he it came the um, the variety box as well? So yeah. it was so a twelve the, shearer. Right. Yeah. Nice. Okay. But it was the Kit Kat special limited edition. Really. So wow. does the Kit Kat then? Is that a biscuit? As he does that his loophole? But I mean, might be. I, I'm. I'm. I would allow that. Yeah. I would yeah. Absolutely allow that. Yeah. Do you know if it was the the left fingers of a four fingered Kit Kat or the right fingers? <laughs> They looked like the the fun size. The fun size. Right? The oh, fun okay. Size. Not so. It's but it was a sing. There was definitely singles. Right. Okay. So uh, they hadn't been broken. And really the whole pulse thicks of. Wow. Oh, okay. Fun generous, size is such generous. a uh, trade description, isn't it? Yeah. Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be all over him if I was <laughs> litigious. Is that litigious? Litigious. So they were ring donuts, were they? Yeah. No, no, no. no they, they had some ring. They had filled some Yeah. Yeah. I had a filled one on Tuesday and a ringed one on Wednesday. Good for you, mate. And yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've been trying to stay off the. I was telling you earlier, I've been trying to stay off the gluten. I'm not gonna. You shook your head. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> what? I thought no. no. So, um, anyway, I'm suffering today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, so Steve, you know, like we we always say thank you to the people who brought biscuits in, and <sighs> maybe <Steve again>. <laughs> maybe <laughs> mention those who haven't brought biscuits in. Right. But oh, all um, of shame, Steve. You know, he spent quite a bit of money on that so yeah <laughs> interestingly in another kind of donut style yeah and i suppose steve's rival yeah <laughs> we're creating this yeah. we're but creating the rivalry <laughs> but andy from marshall came yeah. in the funny thing is is that you know you speak to all these guys you go oh we get up we love oh we love those guys yeah they're brilliant you know we get on really well they hate each other <laughs> there's no love there. <laughs> Between the people you're talking about now, yeah. what do you mean? Yeah, oh, really? well, it's just Marshall yeah. Blackstar. Okay, so cool. The just the just the specified. Yeah. 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 S- Steve from Blackstar um, is best mates with well, best mates in inverted commas with Steve from Marshall, the um, demonstrator. Oh, okay. But they're the best. <laughs> I'm can you tell people just because they got the same Can you do a? Come on, Luke. Prove you here. Yeah. Because be just bear with us. Being on video <laughs> isn't enough. Say it again. Get ready to say it again. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're not. They're not really friends. Although, you know, everyone's so mild mannered. You know, if yeah. there was a fight, it'd be a pillow fight. Like, you know, nobody would want to actually hurt anyone. But going back to it, Andy brought in chocolate yum yums. That's what we're. Yes, chocolate yum yums from Sainsbury's Bakery. Yeah, they were fantastic. Again, so you get into the cakes realm really, rather than biscuits. Yeah. What can we do? We can't do anything about it. I'm just saying, but bring us. I know, but you're you're choosing to talk about it. You know, 
just it's biscuit fo- news. Follow your own yeah, rules. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, you're, you're that's nothing yeah. to do with biscuits. Well, it's cakes. So baked, baked good news. <laughs> baked good news. <laughs> it's, what what it's would it's they be? What are they? Ooh. What would you say? Tonics. We like tonics, don't we? What's that word? What is that? Yeah, but. Got we've, we discussed no, no, this, no, but, but, but the bottom, the base is biscuit. So if you're not happy with that, we did decide that what we could do is just get rid of the marshmallow for you. <laughs> we'll just eat <laughs> and just leave those. Well. Give you the bottom bits. Um, yeah. But assuming that you wouldn't be happy with that, because what I actually tried to do was find a happy shopper, and you know those um, <laughs> with raisins in them, which is, is, I couldn't find one. So <laughs> I've gone back to the very first thing I ever brought in, which was when I started this job was a test. So do you know yeah. what it was? Do you remember what oh, it was? Don't put me on the spot like that. Hang on, if I think back. It would be something. No. But as soon as I see it, I'll this be. This is the very first thing I brought in, and I, I'm, I, I mean, it's, it was the. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> my, my original test to see if I was going to, how well I was going to get on with yeah. people was to bring in a chocolate orange with superficial damage to the box. Yeah. <laughs> and you were the first person that put it down, and you just looked and, uh, and sort of went and nodded. And it was just from there, it was, you know, the rest is history, as they it's say. It's all plain so sailing from there. Yeah. So, and I know that's not a biscuit, but, you know, just get, we, you know, I brought Luke. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so some tonics, one of them. So, so, yeah. so what are the extremes of the reactions then? Say again, sorry. So uh, how how have you been? What's the litmus test for this? Oh no, so this is basically you you laughed and yeah. everyone else goes right. Uh, that's <laughs> literally like nothing. As if like it was in the bottom like, of your like, bag. Like, oh, you. Th- I mean, that's that's ripped. You know, the best thing is when you buy it and walk out of the shop and smack it against <laughs> the thing, and people are going, "Why is he? Is he trying to open it?" Or <laughs> so, um, so it's it's an Alan Partridge reference. Both big fans, aren't we? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And the good news is, d- yeah. And I do love a chocolate orange. I do as well. Yeah. And they were on sale, so I thought I'd um, <laughs> make the joke. So, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> if you dip it in like your cup of tea or, or thing, it melts the chocolate, oh. suck the chocolate off, and then uh, the melt. But there's bit, nothing left. And then, no, but then you've got like a, it tapers it's to like a point. Tea. So ah, it's right. like, it's like you're looking. No, I, I don't know what I'm like trying to say. <laughs> yeah, a talon of orange yeah. chocolate. You could, you could refridge that afterwards and then you'd have a whole new experience. Yeah. Ta- the chocolate talons. Yeah. Chocolate orange talons. But Mark there we go. There's, um, Thank you, boys. Well, you know, that's it. We can go now. Oh, round of applause. Look at that. Look at this. Wow. Tom's getting involved as well. <laughs> also, um, non-reps, but just nice people. Um, Sophie. Yeah. Brought us in bourbons. Bourbons and uh, jam Jammy creams, Dodgers. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice yeah, 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 yeah. Can't go wrong Which with those. I think she knows. I've said before, I don't like bourbons. But I think you they were like meant bourbons. for you. But yeah, because no. I but like bourbons. The jammy dodgers <laughs> were, um, you know, I finished those off. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you go for the whole thing, or do you like do you bite no, the jammy dodger? What with the jammy dodger? Yeah, whole thing. Really, I, I'm I'm more no. of a fan of taking the top off first and leaving the little jam bit, and then I eat around the bottom. <laughs> I normally leave my t-shirt on, and I usually. Oh, okay, yeah, no, fine, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a different biscuit for. <laughs> do you like party rings? That's not important. I yeah. I eat around the heart, and then so I've just got like a jammy, jammy heart. Yeah, jammy heart. Nice. Jamie Hart. Don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> Adam's beat at Blackpool because his, fir- his first um, first birthday of your um, <laughs> of your girlfriend that you since you've been together, not yes. her first birthday, obviously. Because yeah. poor. Let's, yeah. let's just move on. Let's forget <laughs> that. Right? Cut it out. It's fine. But <laughs> the first birthday where you've been together, a couple, yes, and. You took it at Blackpool, the lucky I thing. I didn't. Right, let's tell the story. So Good times. Uh, yeah, my my girlfriend's brother booked a surprise hotel trip 
based on their childhood trips to Blackpool. And I, he was messaging me, oh, she'll love it, it's amazing, she'll love it, da 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 um, Little did he realise that her trips, her memories and trips to Blackpool were her too young to go on anything and just watching him go on all the rides and having to stand there with her nan in a wheelchair while he so went off and really did all the rubbish rides. memories. So um, when she <laughs> found out, she was just, yeah, it wasn't the reaction you'd expect. So we thought, right, let's just make it, the, you know, we just make the absolute best of it. And to be honest, we laughed from the moment we drove in to when we left. Because Blackpool is an absolute Veruca. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone is from Blackpool listening or watching, I am sorry. But you always seem the good parts. But I stand by it. And when they say, yeah, you're from Pontiad. Like it doesn't, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But so I brought some. I brought a fudge and toffee yeah. assortment. I had back. a try of a bit of fudge. I tried one. I as was well. unimpressed. It was yeah. either it was either minty or fausty. Mm. Like it was, it was one of the yeah. There was some kind of tang to it, which um, was also the name of the sales guy. Something. <laughs> 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 oh, here we go. Let's so this sound. is the this is the box. So the, I had a look earlier. Well, it looks the, good enough. The pictures, are, the pictures yeah. are obviously still from the 70s. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's, that's how it looks now. No, that is true. <laughs> that is how it looks. Modern day. Look at that. Mm. Nice choice of colours there. I like Extremely it. Extremely expensive. Um, and the Scottish. only thing that we did of any uh, to- touristy activities. Uh, we went up the tower. Off, yeah. We did go up the tower. Um, Ferris wheel. That was pretty much it. Ferris oh, wheel. Yeah. Went on the piers and all them things. We used to go around looking for Ferris wheels. Can't remember why now. <laughs> Look at I. <laughs> <laughs> we did that, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. We used to go around looking for Ferris wheels as part of the um, the microcast when we started. Oh, it's because it's because of South Cause Pier, I, isn't it? Well, no, it's because I once offered um, a prize, didn't I? Which was oh, a, yeah. a, f- ri- a free ride on a Ferris wheel. <laughs> then some people followed up on it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was all good, wasn't it? So, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so explain the rules of the competition. Uh, it's the, you know, the competition's over now, so it really would be a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I can't really can't remember <laughs> what, what, what <laughs> it was. I think it's one of those things where I said something stupid, and and it was like, yeah, well, now you've done that. You know, we're going to make uh, some of it. So, um, but people actually entered. <laughs> <laughs> we've we run competitions free, on free here pen, as well. Yeah, free pen and a ride on a Ferris wheel. So yeah. we we'd yeah. love some interaction. I'm sure you follows would be nice. Yeah, you must get some. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the main main feature we've got Andy and Luke in from Cork, and we spent got to be close to an hour and a half <laughs> trying to set up, trying to find little kind this, of this big is to little adapters, yeah, little to bigs, and little to bigs, and yeah. um, uh, for a good reason, though. All, yeah, yeah. So, um, you've been doing a bit of a tour of. Um, shops in because Andy, you cover the um, south of the UK with yes. regards to Cork. Yeah, Luke, you're the product demonstrator for the UK yep. and, and uh, beyond. And beyond. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, so Cork UK. Just as a bit of a background, do you supply distributors in Europe as well? So, like, would the German distributor get their gear from you? No, right. No, okay, it's just UK, UK and Ireland. So, yeah. do you get involved in any of the overseas kind of? Um, yeah, because I do a lot of work now for Korg Inc., which is the Japanese part. Of right. So I do videos for them. I do demos. I do voicing, of yeah. new synths and stuff. So, so I'm kind of involved with both them and the UK. 
as well. Yeah. At the so last NAM, you had to do the demonstration for the new gear, didn't you, in front of yeah. so essentially I, the Korg world, yeah. as it were. So, as I, well. yeah. so yeah. I presented the new products to all the all the Korg distributors around the world, basically. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Phenomenal. So, yeah. so like I say, you've been doing a bit of a tour of um, shops in your kind of territory. Yes. Um, with some new gear. Mm. Yes, we have two new bits of gear that we have with us to show you mm. now as well. Tell us. I'll let Luke do this. This is yeah. his, uh, his wheelhouse. So um, the first thing we're looking at, uh, which we've been showing people, is this thing called an NTS-1, or NewTekt for short. So this is basically a tiny little <coughs> analog um, modeling synthesizer and effects unit. So it's completely digital. It's got sounds in it, synth sounds and effects. But it's really cool because you can either play it on the ribbon keyboard here, yep. or you can put a MIDI cable into it and play it from any keyboard. Wow. Or you can, as we're going to show in a bit, feed any signal through it and add those effects onto that instrument coming through. Amazing. So it's pretty it's pretty amazing. So yeah. you can play the sounds through just this keyboard here. It has an arpeggiator built in, which I'll just put on. So that basically means it will play automatically a pattern for you. Yeah. And then you can choose the sound. So if I've... Um, So you can change waveforms. So you can ch change the, the sounds. What's really cool is that this is basically the innards of our flagship analog synthesizer, which is the Prolog. Yeah. And it's also derived from the Minilog XD, which is another synth we do. And what's the coolest thing about that is that you can load what we call user <coughs> oscillators into those. That basically means custom oscillators. So they're not necessarily sounding like a saw wave or a square wave or something quite ordinary, if you like, whereas these can be completely custom, different sounds. And there's a whole community of people out there making these already. Mm. Um, and custom effects as well. And, of course, it has some amazing effects built in as well as it's got the filter. So if I start it off again, you can apply an effect called cutoff to soften the sound. But then you can it starts to get really interesting when you start adding some effects, so things like chorus. Manager. some delays and it's got some amazing reverbs in here as well these really big kind of spatial yeah. reverbs so for 99 quid that's pretty incredible 99 quid yeah wow. so uh, does it fit into like the Volker kind of Kind of, it, it's it's not really part of the Volker range, although it will connect to the Volkers because it's got sync in and out. I was so going to see, will it yeah, sync? With the, right, it'll okay. sync. So if say you've got I don't know a Volker Beats or something with a drum loop going, yeah, connect it to that and then then via the sync and it'll play at the same tempo. Right. So and that really sync cool. runs from Prolog all the way down, doesn't it? It does. Uh, so Prolog, nice. Minilog XD, all the Volkers down to that. They'll so all talk to each other. Everything can also yeah. sync up. Yeah. Wow. And this this is the one that um, you can build yourself. Yes, it comes as a kit. I didn't know. I didn't mention that, but yeah, it comes as a kit and. Yeah, you have to build it from scratch. It, although it's very easy, it's just yeah. a few little parts you snap together, and then you've got a little screwdriver, like tiny, tiny little screwdriver that big. Yeah, you there, put it together with. So, it's pretty really cool. cool. And of course, we can put other instruments through it, like we said. So, we've got a guitar um, yeah. hooked up. So, should we have a go at yeah, playing that? So see, see what happens. This, this is where, I'm obviously, being a more guitar-oriented store, that this might yeah, be of interest. Absolutely. They, yeah. they are 
So I'll turn expected. the effects off first so we can hear it dry and then we'll okay. start turning some effects on for you. So this is a dry sound. There we go. So we That's right. Bit of chorus. Because the other thing is you can stack all those effects. It's not a case if you can have one or the other. You can stack all three modulations. Yeah. Phaser. Bit of delay. But I think the, the, the nicest effects in here are the reverbs. Yeah. So we've got this really nice spacey kind of. It's beautiful, isn't it? Riser. That's the riser one. Yeah. So you've got all the harmonics that sort of lift yeah. up out of that, really beautiful. So it oh, there's, it's there's on the reverb, yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah, when when the reverb, when you hear the tail of it, you hear a lot of higher frequencies coming in. Oh, that's nice. 99 quid, you're not going to get a <laughs> reverb that sounds as good as that. They're 24 bit reverbs, are Yeah, they are 24 bit reverbs. So you're up there with, with studio level. Yeah. Yeah. And his, can you do the sub as well? That's another yeah, nice. So there's another one called Submarine, which is this one. So it brings it all the low end. Mm -hmm. But for any sound design stuff, it kind of doesn't matter what you've got instrument wise. If you want to get a really nice effect, you can. Yeah, like we had a mini log, mini log going through it yesterday. Yeah, standard so mini log through it. It's great. Any yes. of the Volkers running through it is another. So the arpeggiator then, does that only work with the ribbon? Yeah, that's that's. Okay. so what you're hearing there is, if you like, the end of the signal chain with the effects. But if you're using the, the synth part of it internally, then you've got the synth part, the arpeggiator, the filter and everything as well. So but you could use like a vulgar sampler. Yeah. Put something on. Yeah. Do a like, feed that into the... Into there? Into that. Yeah. And yeah. Then yeah. Use the arpeggiator on there then to... Uh, oh no! You do no. whatever the, the, the whatever signal is yeah. coming through. That's Absolutely, you, yeah. that's what you'd be affecting. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but you, you could, could use, use the sync, couldn't you? you? Yeah, you could, could use the sync. Yeah. So you could use the tone of that alongside what's coming in, being affected alongside that sound. Yeah. So there's loads of different things. You so can. with the um, with the sort of synthy kind of sounds, you can't, you don't do the, it won't give you like that kind of crunchy synth sound. It won't, you know. No, because no. you're not actually all you're doing there. You're not actually playing a synth sound through that. All you're doing is sending that that guitar signal. It's, it's through the effects processor. Skipping the exactly. The, it's, yeah. it's skipping that front end and going. You can play the synth at the same time over the top of it, can't yeah. you? Yeah. But, but yeah, using the ribbon. I don't think you're in tune. I think I think. Right. Not singing, but they just yeah. finished. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you missed your chance. Yeah. <laughs> <it up, so. laughs> <laughs> but just for the yeah, just for the reverbs alone, you know. Really nice. Yeah. yeah. You can almost play the the reverbs on that as an instrument. Yeah, can't you? We were doing that earlier, because yeah. it yeah changes. Show. 
sleeping, mate. Close your eyes. Nice. Imagine you're in a relaxing place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now someone's knocking on the door. Oh, yeah, your phone's yeah. going again. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Don't worry yeah. about it. Just yeah. forget it. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's at the door. They got some bad news. <laughs> We're out of stock of NTS ones. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah, brilliant. There we go. And uh, to put it together, like I say, it's, it's got to be easy. It's you know, really you, easy. Yeah. Even I could do it. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. you have to. It's, it's a circuit board. You literally have to snap the, the components off of it and then yeah. stick it all together. Yeah. And then just yeah, screw it together. It's just pretty. The hardest bit is this little ribbon keyboard. Has a little connector on it, and you just have to pull it into the the other end of the connector and yeah. snap it in. But otherwise, it's, it's a that's doddle, brilliant. really. Yeah. Yeah. And that's arriving early December. So right, okay. So it's, you know, get it in the Christmas stockings. Yeah, or, yeah. Or just get it either yeah. or. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. Do, really. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what else you got there? So we've got a Volker bass. So this is a new Volker. I'm just going to do a re-plugging. So the other thing on the table is the new Volker. Yes, new bass. So th- Which obviously uses the new tube. It does. Technology. So you'll be familiar with this, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's revolutionised basically the valve ramp, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, so you, there's quite a few products you must sell now with that in. So we've got the MV50, which we were using before. Yeah. The MV. The MVX. Oh, the MVX. Yeah, we've got the, the little combos now. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it not the 150? Is it MVX 150? 150. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. all the little combos now. The yeah. acoustic, the acoustic bass and keyboard amps. Mm-hmm. They've all got That's new it. tubes loaded. You know, if they're this good in their kind of in the infancy of the technology, that's the thing. You're it? not going to need a valve amp in you know in ten years' yeah. time. You know, it's, yeah. which is just as well, I think. You know, with um, the way this all grown. so it's yeah, it's brilliant. So, how does it use it within? So this, this? is quite interesting because it's not actually using it uh, like a, for a gain stage or for to warm up the sound or anything. It's actually using it as an oscillator, right? Which is ba- basically means it's creating a waveform for okay. the synth. So it's a kind of slightly different implementation here. Yeah, I know. Frowns mm. all round. <laughs> we were trying to get our heads around it. Last podcast we did with the guy from from Vox who was explaining it to us. And Adam's yeah. got a good frown as well because it makes his <laughs> eyes go kind of seagull shaped, like this. almost like Batman. Yeah, that yeah. is. It's like yeah. the Batman logo. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That. Yeah. So anyway, so um, so you, that creates the oscillator, but then you've also got a sub oscillator, which is basically a second sound, if you like, an octave lower, mm-hmm. which you can bring in and out. So that's that's the raw sound, mm. if you like. So it's a bit like Anthony Warrell Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Yeah. That's actually <laughs> on our website, bizarrely. Yeah. That's one yeah. of the um, things we say about that's it. That's one of the key five selling features. Yeah, the top five selling features. So that's it. Yeah, that's where we got it from. Yeah. That was the we first feature the we, we lead yeah. with yeah. normally that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he needs work after all the shoplifting. It must have fallen into my pocket. So you've got that sound. Bring in the sub oscillator. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Obviously, you've got your filter as well. Add some resonance in there. Let's get that. That If you want to animate the wow, you can turn on the LFO. And it will sound like this. That's a brilliant sound. Yeah. And then you can adjust the, the rate of that or the speed. 
He's running away now. He's in yeah. interrupted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah. He's ill. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So, so uh, love the styling of this as well. It's yeah. One of my favourite Volkers to look at. So if you obviously what, listen to the podcast, check it out online. It's called the Volker New Bass. Um, the cool thing about the Volkers is they've got a sequencer built in. So you've got a 16 step sequencer and they all work very, very similarly. They come with patterns preloaded so you can just load one. They'll play back a pattern for you. So some people make a career out of pressing that and just turn the filter. Yeah. For yeah. I'm not I'm kind of um, dismissing what my brother done, but he he's a massive fan of the Volkers and he's um, I think he's got one of one of each. But he did a bit of music, sent to a mate, who then sent to somebody else. Got featured on HBO. That's right, yeah. And uh, is for a documentary on something, and he had like a, a four-figure check, to, you know, without realizing that it'd been used, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Then you know so he tried doing it, you know. To try and earn some more money, and he, he just lost it. You know, he didn't get the um, yeah, yeah. I think what's cool about him as well is you don't have to be a player at all to get some fun out of it. So yeah. Because you can do a sequence, so you can either plug a MIDI keyboard and play it. That's the way I'd probably normally use it. But a lot of people don't do that. They just literally will do what we call a step recording. So mm-hmm. they'll go into record mode, and then it's just waiting for me to tell it what note to play effectively, and then I can just put in. Some random notes, maybe we miss out a couple of steps, and then I've got a little pattern. <laughs> My ex flatmate used to listen to that kind of stuff all the time. Literally, all you need with that is a drum loop and stuff. Mm. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, That's so brilliant. it can sound pretty evil like that, but you, you yeah. can screw also quite nice for like smooth basses and stuff like that as well. So, um, but it shares all the other things with the Volkers, MIDI in, sync in and out for the timing, like we're talking about with the with the new tech as well. Yeah, and uh, runs on batteries, got a speaker built in, so and just really affordable as well. So, yeah, so that's the the new bass or the Nubass as some people Nubass. say. Nubass, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, which was nice. Yeah. I thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're sticking with new bass for now. Yeah, yeah. We we'll go with that now. <laughs> and the cool thing you did earlier with, uh, I think it was with the the little one, was yeah. we were running it through the Chronos when we and having the two the two sounds sort of. This actually blew layered. my mind because I didn't know it did this before, but I, I plugged it in to the Chronos because it's powered by USB. The new the new tech is, hmm. and so the way we've just been doing it this week is just literally a USB power supply. Plug it into the mains to power it. But I just, because I had my Kronos here next to me earlier, I just plugged it into the USB port on the Kronos to see if the Kronos would power it, first of all. Mm. And it did. But then I started playing the ribbon, and it's like, this is triggering the Kronos sounds by MIDI, because it's USB MIDI as well. Yeah. So, yeah. It's hot of the press. Yeah, hot of the press. It can do that too. It does that, yeah. 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 Very cool. Really cool. Some of the things we um, received in stock today, um, we had the new B2 pianos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which um, so we've am I right in saying because we've we've got um, the B2N and the standard B2. Yeah. Um, we we played the the standard B2 and said, oh, do you know what? This sounds better than the B1, and we were really kind of enjoying it. Then we started playing the B2N, and 
you've got this very different weighted kind of yeah, yeah so it's like a multiple key bed. Which yeah. yeah, which first of all, I thought oh, maybe it's a cost saving feature, but actually, is it more for people who are maybe using a keyboard for reco- for studio work where you don't want keys that are weighted quite as? That's one of the possibilities. Yeah, I mean, we we've we've done it with the Kronos. We do a Kronos, which is yeah. the waterfall key bed. Yeah. Um, and it's one of those things that I honestly thought was a little strange because I thought, well, if you're buying an 88 note keyboard, you want it to be weighted. Yeah. But we sell absolutely loads of them, don't yeah. we? It's yeah. People just want they want that feel. They want the amount of keys. It also makes it super portable and light as well. Mm. Right. So a lot, a lot of the weight, weight is a lot of the weight in digital pianos and stage pianos is because of the weighted action. Right. So take that away, and it makes it really light. So yeah. that's what another reason why they've done it. So uh, between the B2N and the um, and the standard B2. Same spec, except for the... Literally the keys. Literally the keys. Yeah, yeah. it's the only difference. And um, something we found out today, or the other day, which was really cool, is that the USB on it, um, obviously you can connect it to a computer and use it for MIDI. Yeah. yeah. But we also found out it's audio as well, oh, which wow. is amazing, which means if you want to just record your piano into your computer, yeah, you can literally just plug it straight in via USB, hit record in GarageBand or whatever you're using, and it'll record yeah. it as audio. That easy. No sound card needed. No sound card at all. Yeah, yeah. So for people starting out, just wanting to record in a basic way, which often that kind of product—that's what they're looking at. You literally don't need anything else. I think, uh, yeah, I think that that's such a great feature to have because the B one, the B one was such a good piano, you know, keyboard for the for the money. Yeah. Yeah. And to be able to have that option then on top, yeah, Yeah. just opens a a complete to a lot of other people that might go. Oh, if it had that, I'd have gone for it, which yeah, we yeah. know did happen on occasion. So, yeah. yeah. If there's anything you want to talk about on the Kronos that you know that is interesting or new, or well, we did think if if we're doing a very brief history, because on the Kronos we've got the very first instrument that Korg have ever made. We have a sample of it there. Okay. Yeah. So to put, but you know, we we can keep that brief, but it gives you a bit of an idea of the heritage. Yeah, I'll do that. You recognise yeah. some of the, first, um, and then we go on to the other side. Great. Yeah. Kronos is it? So it'd be Korg history, wouldn't it? Yeah. Korg a history. Yeah, flying. <laughs> Don't put anything in. Just me doing that. Yeah, yeah. We, we do actually have a jingle for that if you want one. Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> it's called, called Chronology with a K. Do it. Good. No, I'm all right. It. All right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but you can you can fly in if you want. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. So um, I'm a Kronos here. What, what I do sometimes when I'm doing like uh, lectures in universities and schools and things like that, I sometimes tell the Korg story, and I tell it through. Um, I use the Kronos, but I've loaded into it all some of our classic sounds. Mm-hmm. So from our classic synths, basically. So the very first product we made um, was called the Donkomatic, and it was actually a drum machine. It's one of those in Blackpool, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it probably is. There probably yeah. is. <laughs> couple i think (laughs) and it was a drum machine and it was made when korg formed in 1963 um it was designed originally to go with like hammond organs because that was like the keyboard of the day if you like so um it's a massive great thing like as big as a washing machine and it was very simple had a few different rhythms on it and it sounded a little bit like this Wasn't there a rule though that, uh, about 
I think something to do with how much you had to get paid if you if you came along with the drummer. Yeah, what was, was it now? If um, something really strange, like right, if if you used a drum machine in a live gig, this was in Japan in Tokyo, I think. Um, you had to pay the musicians double or something. Yes, and not having the drummer. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. That's brilliant. It, yeah, it's brilliant. And, yeah. and it sounds obviously nothing like drums as we know them. No. Yeah. Um, but that was the kind of the start of the the drum machine, if you like. The Volkers, Roland TR808, all those kind of famous drum machines were based from instruments that grew yeah. up out of those kind of that, those sounds, if you like. Um, so that was in the 60s. Then Korg made a few more drum machines. They started getting smaller and smaller. Um, then we made our first synthesizer. Um, and then they, Korg got a name for making affordable synthesizers and probably the most famous one of that era was in the late 70s which is the Memis 20. Right. Um, so this was a, a monophonic synthesizer so one voice you can only play one note at once yeah. but it had a very characteristic sound because of the filters. Okay. Um, I'll just play you an example. Um, so I, I use a famous song to demonstrate it so you can kind of get the idea yeah. of the sound we're talking about because people will probably recognise it it's this sort of thing. <laughs> Wow, okay. So that's obviously a Daft Punk song. Yeah. They, they actually used an MS-20. Right. So there was, um, it was less used in the actual era they were sold and mm. more used later. It's a Sorry. little bit like the introduction to Beat It as well. That, yeah, it's very similar actually, yeah. 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 It's a little bit lower built beat it, but it's a similar kind of growly yeah, kind yeah, of sound, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So that that was um, sort of late seventies. Then we got into the digital age, where mm. we saw things like the um, M1, the M1 yeah. exactly, and things like from other manufacturers, the Yamaha DX7, mm. Roland D50. That was throughout the eighties. The, the musical scene completely changed. Went very drum machine based and synth based, um, and we had a few synths like that of our own, like the M1. Um, so. The M1 had two or three really iconic sounds on it. Mm. So the first one was this. Yeah. So yeah. there loads of sort of house tunes. Yeah. In fact, that kind of defined a whole era it of really music. Yeah. That yeah. and the TR-909 together. Drum machine. Just it's a very like scary it. sound. Isn't it's, it? It's it is quite yeah. scary. It makes yeah. you want a bomb as well, bizarrely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the other yeah. famous sound on there was, of course, the piano, the M1 piano. Yeah. So this sort of thing. Um. Just 90s, isn't it? Just everything 90s. M people. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. M people would have been all over the M1. Yeah, definitely. but like Happy Mondays and all that kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and things like uh, famous tracks like this. So um, just a quick question. You know, that piano sound is like you say, is absolutely iconic and it's recognisable as the M1 yeah. piano sound. Um, was it designed, were they trying to get as close to a piano sound as possible or was the whole point back then to have a piano sound but to make it recognisable as a Korg piano sound? No, they were trying to get it as close as to a right, piano. Okay. So, and that probably was one of the best pianos of that era. Yeah, absolutely. So, so um, it's a case of the technology being the limitation. Yeah, with yeah. regards to how well it was sampled and yeah. right, okay. Because even back in the day, like the early analog synths, a mm. lot of them weren't trying to be synthesizers at that time. They were trying to replicate 
um, acoustic instruments. Yeah. So they were trying to do like trumpet sounds, flute sounds, stuff like that. But it just became that they didn't sound anything like those instruments, but they came as, became a sound in yeah. their own right. It's what I love about, that's why I, I do love, you know, um, late 70s and 80s kind of uh, synth music is that you can almost tell the song year by year, you know, like, you know, Thompson Twins and, you know, what yeah. they were using, you know, yeah, that, you that keyboard yeah. sound. Yeah. Tears for Fears between The Hurting and songs from Big Chair, very different kind of yeah. um, keyboard. And, you know, there's like a hi-fi quality that comes into it from like 1985, 86 or so, yeah. you know, and it, yeah. it, it's... It's just a sound, isn't it? It's yeah. Kind of a sound. It doesn't but sound really like a piano, as you know it now, but it's no. got that character of a bite and it's great for dance music because it really cuts through the mix yeah, yeah. that's why people really gravitated towards it as well yeah um, um, let's just down. yeah yeah there you go there you go it's not we don't own the rights to this music so it's yeah. used on all sorts of tracks, and it's still used today. It's still people are still looking for our M1 Legacy plugin to use it, yeah. and and the iOS app as well. So. And you know, where do you stand with regards to owning a sound like that? In as much as can other manufacturers put that sound on their keyboards, and you know, it's undeniably a Korg sound, but um, you know, they'll just they'll call it something else. They'll call it '90s trance or yeah. radio, whatever, yeah. and you know, can you own a sound like that or, or not? You can't own the sound. Um, the only thing you could own is if there were particular samples within the sound. Right. Which which are more than just an attack, if you like. So, so for instance, the Roland D50, mm. just an example, that actually has little loops of samples in it. Right. And someone tried to copy that in software and Roland sued them and they had to take it away. Right. So there's a quite a fine line there between a sound and... See, you brought out a um a thing. I I think it was about maybe it was before Christmas last year, but it was limited edition. Whereby if you bought, I think a, a keyboard, you were given like a, a card of yeah, sounds from Queen. Radio, it? Uh, yeah. it was like slightly mad, and you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like an an expansion pack. Sort of yeah. Thing. yeah. So that slightly mad sound sounds like you know a combination of well, it's it's a heavily edited kind of sound by the sounds of it. Yeah. So would that be? Was it done on a Korg originally? Yeah, the that whole album, Innuendo, yeah. has got M1 all over it. Really? So it's got sounds like this. Um, yeah. And the strings. So something like the strings would be a difficult one to, um, you know, you, you can't protect that, but something like that slightly mad sound there. Yeah. It's... You know, would that be of your you know, cause intellectual be, property? Or no, that wouldn't be. No. Um, in fact, all of our um, synths that we release are all completely copyright free. So even the keyboards that have data in them, like patterns, mm. and that's all completely legit and people can use that as they want. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Um, so the M1 obviously was a massive uh, synth. Um, it's was the second best-selling synth of all time. Right. Only s recently superseded by the Microcore. Wow. So we have the top two best-selling synths of all time produced. Yeah, yeah. And the other big thing with the M1 was, um, I don't know what the actual the dates were, but we were um, partnered by Yamaha, weren't we? Yeah. 
and the success of the M1 meant that we could, that Korg could literally buy themselves back essentially to be to become Korg. Yeah, good gracious. Yeah. So it was the M1 that allowed us to do that yeah. essentially. And then everything's because happened since. Yeah. Is yeah. to the success yeah. of the M1. Because so the yeah. the, we get that question a lot. Oh, are you part owned by Yamaha? Because mm. back in the day, they did used to be, but it's not the case anymore. Yeah. So. So yeah. So then you had other other product iconic products, I guess things like um, what was it here? Things like the wave station. So this was a, again a kind of unique spin on technology where we added loops to pad sounds. So you got this kind of sound. So you had an actual sound, but then with that nice kind of very genesis in it. Yeah. We also had another famous synth called the Prophecy, yep. which was a physical. Can I modern. do it? I know it's not a <laughs> podcast, but I've took Prophecy. Yeah, there's a <laughs> refer back to that. That yeah. stems from a video that I showed when when we do our core chronology on a, on the microcast. I dive into a particular instrument, yeah, iconic instrument every time. And when we did the Prophecy, I had a video of back in the day when it was launched, and the guy sounded like it's that. So good. It's yeah. so cheesy. <laughs> it's cheesy. <laughs> it's <laughs> <a> bit, <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. So, uh, yeah, so th that was used by The Prodigy mm. on their album. Um, you get that kind of sound as mm. well, which is quite cool, with a drum, drum loop. We're getting into the realms of kind of like Trinity Triton, which again oh, are massive yeah, yeah. workstations. So the M1 was the very first workstation we did. It was one of the first workstations in the world. What a workstation is basically not just a synthesizer, but it does other stuff as well. So you can layer stuff up, you can yeah. sequence, and that's where the Kronos is now, which is one playing here. Um, you can you can plug a guitar through this, can't you? Can yeah, and it has some some of the Vox effects actually built into it as well. Is it easy to do? Pretty easy, yeah. Let's do it. Talking about bad attitudes earlier, right? There's a boy in them. Went to the, I've had a bit of a revelation recently, right? I've always wondered what to have for lunch because you've either got to have everything's bread based or. Yeah. We got a microwave. I, why haven't I had a good. Just doing like baked potatoes. So, <laughs> so I bought a bag of baked potatoes and I thought I'd get a slab of cheese to bring. I'm a mild cheddar man. I don't like. I, I, I'll, I'll eat mature, but. I had you down as mature, actually. Yeah, sorry about that. Carry on. So I went to the um, the cheese section, and they didn't have any mild cheddar there whatsoever. So I went up to the girl. I Saints Breeze. I, I, I don't care if I'm being recorded. The worst out there of the lot. I went. <laughs> the cheese was just everything. Is it everything. Okay. They're, they're just a big letdown. I went to um, the. I went to the cheese kind of cheese, counter, cheese and I said. Here got no mild cheddar out. and she said what I said there's no mal there's not a single block of mild cheddar on the um, on the counter I said there's a couple of you know basics but you know I don't want that and yeah, um, I'm not that guy no yeah. <laughs> so I said have you got a year she goes yeah there I said where you know it's, it's all kind of it's wrapped in clean film it's stuff. just lots of yellow squares yeah so. <laughs> she goes um, on the end she said, on the end like that, as though 
I should know that mild comes first. But then I said, well, you know, there's nothing labelled. Anyway, that's the story. <laughs> that is the story. This is great. No, this, I mean, this yeah. is getting more and more dramatic. The strings but, are in now. But yeah. what? Uh, what I'm. Did, did you find cheese? Did you get? I got. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got my block of cheese. Okay. From and I from from there, you know. Oh, okay. So it was the pre, you know, it was the kind of they cut it themselves. <laughs> but I'm 95% positive it's medium. <laughs> So we got the, <laughs> the te- telecaster going into the Kronos, and the Kronos is is. You've got some delay at the moment. You can hear right. Okay. Oh, yeah. So uh, what is it going through? Some kind of. <laughs> going down. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Well, you, I mean, that was emotional. By the time that was in there, and then I, that punchline, ninety-five <laughs> percent sure of medium. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's too crumbly for, great. for mine. Oh, okay. So have you selected? So what have you done to um, to ba- get that? Basically, what I've done is I've, it's coming into the audio in because the thing is with the, uh, the Kronos that you can record audio as well. So it's designed to be like a full workstation where you can record Kronos sounds and then mix in external sounds like vocals or guitar. And I then you can almost uh, take it as a sample, then trigger what you've recorded. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Or you can record the way you probably record it normally is record that whatever he's playing there mm. maybe record it dry and then you can apply some of these effects afterwards if you want to right because okay. then you've got more control over the what you've recorded yeah but what we're doing here is just putting some effects on what what his dry signals coming in and so, so basically you went you know, basic level you've entered the screen and you can just select what effects you exactly want to kind yeah. of add to so i can just change that now so what we got so things like delays which you heard before parameters of those yeah. um, effects. Overdrive a little. Just take it down a little bit. There we go. The mood of that music was kind of how I felt as I was eating my jack potato with the medium cheese. This isn't mild. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But um, this you call, you call this song. This yeah, isn't it just mild. Came together, wasn't it? And this is medium. I bought. <laughs> Should have gone that's back in with it. That's the name of the piece. <laughs> yeah, this, this is isn't mild. This isn't mild. <laughs> this is medium. Yeah. <laughs> but um, really hate it when you buy like a big tub of coleslaw and you realise you got one day to eat it. <laughs> there are so many lovely little um, like. Things you can grab yeah. from this and put like in like a you need to do like a sound bites. a trailer that yeah. sound bites is yeah. what I was looking for. But you've got so you have got some of the uh, the vox effects in there as well. I think you've got like right. vox wah and so that's like that's called an auto wire effect. So it's auto wiring. Yeah, for you, yeah, but you can plug in a pedal and control that yourself if you want to. Yeah. Sort of yeah. 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 And 
you've got some of the Vox uh, modelling technology as well. Right. Inside some of the amps, so you can model different cabinets and all that wow. kind of thing, which is quite cool. Yeah. So, um, so, any kind of amp simulation or? Yeah, AC30, uh, AC10. Oh, sorry, AC15. Um, wow. Yeah, all that stuff. Should we give it a go? Yes, please. So, do you find that the two companies sort of collaborate because obviously they're all under the umbrella now? They'll absolutely. Well, the, the Vox, um, like R and D development centre, literally is in the Corgi K building. So, it's, yeah. uh, so a lot. Happens. So it's always locked up, isn't it? You never, you can't get in there, and there's lots of. That's how we got the guy from the who was involved with the YouTube to be on our podcast because we literally just knocked on the door, and said, "Do you yeah. want to be on the podcast?" And he goes, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> and <laughs> so, um, I, I'm guessing that um, you know, things like well, the Korg um keyboards and you know the, the tech stuff is designed in Japan. Yeah, a lot of it's designed in Japan, the Korg side, and then they have voicing teams. Yeah, uh, around the world to spe- to specialize in particular areas. So, like some of our Ranger keyboards, we were talking about the Ranger keyboards before. They have styles in them which mm. mimic particular styles of music around the world so they get programmers from those regions to make it as authentic as possible that's just one example of what yeah. they do so yeah and you get involved with a lot of that yourself don't you? yeah i do a lot of sound design for the synthesizers do you? yeah so luke, luke yeah. has patch zero zero one don't you on the middle of the xd it's yeah his. really yeah it's very pretty cool. nice yeah amazing <laughs> i i've got um i wrote a song called big sweep stab which is the um the first big sweep stab, stab. yeah from the triton yeah yeah yeah. It doesn't. Oh, it doesn't use that. But the only person who, um, <laughs> the only, it doesn't have any keyboard in it at all. But the um, that's a shame. Yeah. The um, uh, this has gone back like ten, twelve years ago. But um, um, the drummer and bassist um went to like this kind of unsigned event kind of thing, and Guy Garvey um looked at the the CD and he said, "That's a cold preset." <laughs> really? Yeah. It is, yeah. I've still got my Triton, so I know that's, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah. I wrote a song called God's Bathtub once for that very same reason. <laughs> <laughs> Except I did use the sound to say. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. That's so, brilliant. So there we go. We can. As, as, a, as a Vox specialist, how does that sound? It, it sounds like a not. I think that we've got um, quite a bassy sound coming from that yeah. um, amp the there, but yeah. it sounds like. Uh, a driven um, normal channel, yeah. yeah so and then obviously you've got all the parameters there, so you can go in and change the EQs yeah. and the gain and everything yeah. else. Just can like you would like on mic. Can you do mic positions or for amps and things as well? Can't you? I think you can get really. I think you can change what mic you'd be using to mic up and all sorts of clever things in there. So Speaking simulation, yeah, there's all sorts. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm coming back. Oh. I can say we better move on because um, it's going to be the longest podcast in it is yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Thank you very much for okay. displaying, um, for demoing that. Brilliant. Yeah. And it's nice to, obviously, you know, your, your tech and keyboard base, but it's nice to see how it can be used with, you know, with our kind of world I, as well. I love that. Yeah. I love it when it yeah, crosses over into the guitar world yeah. as well. Even just using this little new tech thing. Yeah. Putting that guitar through it just sounds amazing. That is phenomenal. You know, yeah, when you think of the, you know, the, the reverbs, you know, what, kind of price they go for as an individual effect yeah you know it's um they sound fantastic i'm looking forward to hearing what it sounds like on the headphones as well yeah i it's something that we're going to see a lot more of especially you know we're going down this new tube route and mm. you know, yeah. there's going to be it's more and more technologically integrated 
Yeah. So there's there's lots of ideas. There's a headphone amp you can get at the moment. It's got the uh, the new tube in, isn't it? Yeah, really. I don't think yeah. we've seen that over here yet. But mm. that's um, I think we've seen a prototype. We've got a prototype in the office, yeah, which they've been working on for a while. But that's so on. If you go yeah. to the new tech website, that's there. You can see that. Yeah, yeah. Product. So it's uh, yeah. Should we move on to top five? It's usually Tom's yeah. top five. It is normally Tom's top five, but Tom is in charge of the, uh, the, the cameras. cameras, so he's passed it on to me. Ooh. Right. Okay. So we got to do the same voice, just okay. with my name. I'm Stupper. Uh, usually, <laughs> now I look stupid. We usually do. We usually do dum dum pug, and we all do it, and we have it kind of bobbing around in the oh. headphones and stuff. Well, do you yeah, yeah. Dum dum pug, dum dum pug. Thank you. Thank you. So. Finished. Sorry, I thought it was. That was it. Yep. So today's top five <coughs> is famous film or TV soundtracks that use predominantly synths. Okay, so coke synths or just just synth sounds that. Ooh. Yeah, well, yeah, you okay. know, <laughs> you've got the best ones. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, so we've picked. So there's no, as you know, there's no pecking order to mm. any of these. We've just picked things that we like and that we've talked about. And um, yeah, hopefully, I've given uh, Luke the heads up to what we've picked <laughs> to Ooh, see okay. if uh, yeah. see if we can get anything similar or close. So. What do you want to start off with? What do you think? Have you got an order? Nope. No, no, favorites? no, 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 okay. no, Let's start with this one. So we're going to start off with Halloween, and it's John Carpenter, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's a legend. No, what does he use from the Carpenters? He uses Cr- he uses he uses Kronos now. Mm. Well. Yeah, and over the years he's used Triton and all sorts. So, yeah. okay, so. Yeah, cool. Good so start. Yeah, so good yeah. start. Yeah. yeah. So we p- yeah, so we picked Halloween, but you can do whatever you want if you do Halloween. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder whether he'd played the wrong note but you haven't. <laughs> He's only done that twice. The wrong note. Just want to remember it now. There you go. <laughs> there we go. So <laughs> the Halloween one yeah. is a, is 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 a piano is a very it is. piano. It's literally song. just piano and then it's got kind of um a nice little clicky rhythm track with it as well and a nice paddy kind of sound which comes a little bit later so mm. but yeah. So what else we got? Next up. Mm? Uh, what do you fancy? You've also got Chariots of Fire on there, which is obviously yeah. very famous. So that, that has that's by Vangelis. Okay. Um, so he's very famous for it since. And it probably there's three kind of iconic things in that soundtrack. So the first thing would be the the bass line, which it just starts literally on that note, and that pedal, pedal note just stays mm, through the whole thing. thing. And then you've also got, hold on, I haven't got exactly the sound. What's this? That kind of fanfare mm. kind of sound, which okay. is synth brass. Mm. And then of course you've just got your piano as well, which plays the main riff in the whole thing. The riff that makes everyone run in slow motion. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, is three words that come to mind when I hear that, and I'll tell you once it. Uh yeah. Lucas Aid, Daily Thompson. Was it? Was it? It was, was, it, it was an advert. Yeah. 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 Because it was yeah, the um, 1984 Olympics. They used that. 
It could have been. They used yeah. it for the opening of uh, the 2012, didn't they? Did Ron Atkinson. Yeah, he was playing in oh, Core, Core Game 3 as well. Yeah. Yeah. But they take <laughs> up, but they take took the logo, unfortunately, for us. Oh, but, uh, yeah, but now everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone knows. Yeah. It's going to be out there now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leaked here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else we got? Um, Blade Runner, of course. Amazing soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, also by Van Gogh. The um, the sound I was saying about on the Minilog XD that, mm. that Luke has built is called Replicant, I believe, isn't it? Uh, Replicant it, XD, it's called. The Replicant XD, and it's, yeah. It is, it is the Blade Runner sound. Really? It's incredible. Okay, so Blade Runner um, <laughs> starts with like a drone, like this. Um, and then it has that Vangelis um, kind of synth brass sound. Need to get one. You I think do. I need to get one. Yeah. You really do. That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. So yeah, that's a nice. We built that sound actually for the um, for the Love of Sci-Fi thing we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So we did that as one of the tracks. Sound is so monstrous. I'm yeah. Through a line array. So yeah. the yeah. three of you playing yeah. on that. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's good fun. Amazing. <laughs> Brilliant. Man. Next. So uh, we were talking about earlier about how synths sort of come back around and get reused. Now the biggest, the biggest sort of resurgence in sort of the the obvious soundtrack to synths would be Stranger Things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So everyone knows Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you, you saying earlier about um you know the, the promo video that you found which is so bad, but it'd almost be a really good marketing campaign to make such a bad VHS quality kind of trickery. Kind of absolutely on trend now. Yeah, absolutely because you know it's these sounds now are retro and people are chasing them in the same way that people are trying to get 1968 sounds out of their mm. Marshall and Stratocaster well, kind of thing, you know? recorders are massive again, aren't yeah. they? Really, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. The, um, with the, the, the Stranger Things, again, not to talk too much about this this sci-fi thing we did, but we actually, I've got a mini-log at home which has got the a signature from Gaten and Caleb, the two guys from mm. Stranger Things, because they were there and we were, we were playing their song. It was kind of a case of... Yeah. We should really try and get them to sign this. Yeah. So, so they were kind of standing way over there with their entourage, and it was like, how do we get to them? And literally, you couldn't you couldn't get to where yeah. they were because there were a load of other people around. It was like, okay, just lifted the synth up and went, lads, have you ever signed a synth? And they're like, no. And it's like, do you want to? Like, yeah. Okay. And they just walked through over, and so got this brilliant, brilliant. log sitting there to do that. So yeah, yeah it's, um, so cool, amazing, so very fun. But yeah. So they used um, on that soundtrack. They used on the original soundtrack. They used. Although it's a modern soundtrack, they used a lot of classic synths on it. Yeah. Mm. So they used like Jun- Junos and Oberheims and all sorts. So the the kind of main riff, it would be something. Let me just change the sound. So let's sound a little bit like it. It's that kind of sound. <laughs> Thank you. 
the sound. Yeah. But then over the top of that, you've got later on coming in. So that would have been arpeggiated, wouldn't it? I guess they'd hold yeah, the... Exactly, and it would just yeah. run I was just trying to play it very, very badly. I've actually got a version... When we did the, the, the soundtrack, I've got it programmed into the prologue, so I just hold down those notes and it yeah. arpeggiates yeah. it. And the sound's much closer. So well. with with playing that then, if, they were pl- if you were performing playing it live, have you got to, you've got to put that sweep in? Because obviously yeah. it sweeps through, doesn't it, really, That's really right. slowly. So yeah, you've yeah, got to yeah. physically do yeah. that yourself. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is nice because you get to perform it musically rather than it all being programmed. Mm. Yeah, it, yeah, so. yeah. So yeah, the other sound they kind of have in it is something like this. You can see that real kind of... You love that rising filter. Yeah. But then they've got um, um, those kind of sounds at the top. Yeah. It's making me want to watch it, actually. Yeah. Hearing that. So there's essentially one sound, but because it's got that really nice motion in it, yeah. it brings it to life. And then with that arpeggiated thing over the top, that's your soundtrack, effectively, with a little kick drum thing going, and mm. it's very cool. But I, and I think the trick with the Stranger Things was they were, it was because they were they were writing the music for this era. It was to capture the nostalgia of it. So Absolutely. you literally only need like those two sounds. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're, you're there, already you? because they used back watching Labyrinth or something. Yeah, like exactly, exactly. Because they used the synths, which were of that era, the yeah. 80s. So it's just mm. completely authentic, and that's why everyone bought into. I think. Yeah. Great series. Yeah. Amazing. Right. So that is four. So oh. number five, Luke's choice. So what's what? What would I got a request you? after Luke's choice? You do yours first, and then I'll I think. Can say Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor oh Who. wow. <laughs> okay. Which yeah. was Arp Odyssey, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That was original. Another Korg product, which we own the brand of. Well, Arp. Um, Tom and I came along to a. Um, when was it? Was it 2014 or 2015 or so? There was a launch of. It might have been relaunch of the Odyssey or something. Hmm. Um, where um, you had the the guys, I, I, what do you call it? It's some kind of s- orchestra. Where oh, there's radio like radiophonic, radiophonic workshop. workshop. Yeah, yeah, radiophonic yeah. workshop. They performed it, didn't they? They did. Yeah, yeah. and met Matt Berry there. Okay. Yeah. For the second time, and we yeah. had a photograph again. He, he'd put on weight. I look great. <laughs> but um, hi Matt, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. Um, they did all that, didn't they? And it was uh, you had a Dalek there. Yeah, and mm. mate, someone, this little guy was in the dialect driving it around. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> theremin used as well? Is the theremin, theremin used? used uh, well, there was an original version of the Doctor Who theme, which wasn't done on the Arpodacy. It was done, I think it may have been on the theremin. Okay. And then yeah. they redid it. The mm. Radiophonic Workshop redid it. Um, and yeah, then they swapped in some more modern instruments yeah. of that era. Mm. So yeah, but I think it may have been a theremin on the. Do you know that sort of like rhythmical bass underneath? Is that is that the sim- similar type of thing? Yeah. No. What is the use for that? It wasn't an Odyssey. Uh, it may have been. I think they used a Yamaha CS80 for that. Okay, move on. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> which was an amazing. Synth. That that's yeah, actually super. probably one of the nicest synths ever made, and that's one of Vangelis's favourites as well. You're shaking well. your head, but yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, 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 it isn't. Okay. No, no, no. Apart from the Kronos. <laughs> so, what was your choice? Oh God, uh, my favourite um, soundtrack. What would it be? Does it have to be synths, or could no, it be anything? Because I obviously I love my orchestral yeah. soundtracks as well, and the Kronos does those really well as well. 
I think, oh, it's really hard to pick one, though. Mm. Um, let's think. It would pro- it'd have to be some John Williams. Right, okay. It's my favourite composer. Um, I really like probably the music from Empire Strikes Back would be my favourite. Yeah. So it'd be something like Imperial March or something yeah. like that. But there's just so many. And what th- what's cool about the Kronos is that you can, because you can layer up loads of sounds, you can um, get that really nice orchestral sound by using different dynamics. Mm. So if you want, I can just play you a little example of that. So we've got a sound here. Um, depending on how hard I hit a key, I can bring in more or less instruments. So yeah, it could yeah. be... I can bring in my timpanis. Or play it really lightly and get that sort of sound. Mm. Or... I to know the mulches is on the far left. <laughs> <laughs> there are no signs. So yeah, you can so you could play anything to that, like um, um any any kind of film music. Yeah, soundtrack works really well with that. Scarface is one of my favourite soundtracks. Giorgio Moroder's. Um, what did he? Oh, yeah. what does he use? He used all sorts of different things. I'm not. I don't actually know that soundtrack that well. Actually. Really? I should check it out. Is that all synths then? Yeah. Right. Okay. And it's amazing. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. Project for the next. Uh, yeah, definitely. Our next podcast. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 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 But brilliant. George Moroder, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Social media comment of the week. It's on the American Strats. Uh, video what's the difference yeah so for our for andy and luke basically we compared the four american strats that they have in the range at the moment yeah um just side by side tone comparisons what differs we, we say from the outset that the money? we're telling you what the differences are we're not telling you which ones what we perceive as better because there is no better they're all different things they do different yeah um but we had a, uh, a comment from a guy called exile forever i think i can't even read it because it, it. Oh, can I read that? Can you mind if I read that? Yeah, out? absolutely. Yeah. Go on. What was you going to so say? So I was going to say, as a disclaimer for people listening, this isn't this, this is isn't Andy reading badly. This is <laughs> he only reads bad. Is, yeah. Normally that is the reason, but this time, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> if you can't tell which is more good, don't this make video. Which you scared to say? This. <laughs> this full stops in. That's it. In. Uh, if you can't tell which is more good. Sorry, I'll try again. If you can't tell which is more good, full stop. You said that. Don't make video which you scared. <laughs> Capital T. To say. It sounds like Grimlock from Transformers talking. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make video. Transformers. Which you scared to say. Um, which make you too scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, if can't on. type message. <laughs> Don't bother. Banned off YouTube. Should <laughs> <be> you. <laughs> well, he tried, didn't he? It's good. It's yeah, good. It's absolutely. Good. And you know, English might not be his first language. He might not have all the That's keys true. on the keyboard either. There's exactly. Of things there's, you know, yeah. fat yeah. thumbs. Yeah. So the full stop button works intermittently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it might not be a man. It's been fantastic, haven't you? 
been, uh, been good. <laughs> yeah, a pleasure. Thank we've, for having us, yeah. we've meandered a little bit off off course at points. Where there's um, a ton of editing to be done. Yeah, yeah. But so this will be out what um, next January? I <laughs> 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 um, yeah, ready for the next Takamine event, not this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, it's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So um, none taken. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for making the effort to come in. And um, yeah, uh, we'll get this out as soon as we can. Please comment, like, subscribe. Um, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, sub, uh, the podcast things, all the, um, the sound things. Check out uh, Andy, Luke, and who's the. Adam. Adam. Uh, Adam. Check out their podcast, which is the Korg Microcast, yeah. which is available on all this. I think you're on Podbean as well, aren't you? Podbean, so iTunes, yeah. Basically, it's all the same kind of channels that, that yep. we're on. Um, don't leave them for us. Listen to them <laughs> as well, and um, it's good to have different like tones of things. And you can have like an average podcast and a really good one, like you said earlier. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so come over to us for the average one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just back up that cow. But thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back uh, within about a week and a half, I imagine. So I've been Adam. I've been Andrew. I've been Andy. I've been Luke. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.